Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Hey. Hey, y'all. All right. Getting into it since we're two hours into our recording time and just starting to record. <laughs> People going to be like, well, so what's the, what y'all going to do about that? I don't know, girl. You know what? It's a good thing we don't have a studio because I mean we wouldn't be able to do this if we if we recorded in the yeah. studio. We also have to have, be way more organized. Yeah. So, so. remember when we were looking at studio space? That was a crazy time. Yeah. <laughs> like, what were we doing? Sixty monthly listeners, but <laughs> <laughs> right because that was no, in well, the we, beginning. Beginning, but you know, to be fair to us, we were invited to look at it. That's true. Yeah. I don't. We didn't seek it out. Yeah. On the delusional stuff. <laughs> Um. All right. Well, I have some just a few quick things for the news. First, I forgot last week to remind everybody about our book club. So, um, our book club is going to be starting not next week, but the week after next on August first. That episode is going to be the first one. So, please, if you have not gotten your copy of the Violin Conspiracy, um, you can get it. There's going to be a link um in the description, and you can get it from wherever you want though. Um, but we are starting with chapters one through nine on August first, meaning we're talking about chapters one through nine. Um, and if that sounds like a lot, the chapters are short, so it's actually not that much. Hey, um, you can't afford it. I ain't gonna say too much but like I want people to be we want inclusive right and we you know we're gonna we're gonna be talking about it so if maybe if you don't care about spoilers and stuff like that um then still listen or if you just don't intend to read sometimes if you're not a reader but you want to hear what it's about then also yeah come through but if you haven't gotten your book this way to get it girl so just hit me up (laughs) because I want okay I want the author to get his money he ha- he's actually been interacting with our post so if you listen to this don't don't be mad at me but we want to be accessible there are um ways just you know dm me I yeah know. and maybe your library has it yeah that's that also true check it check that's in. and ethical <laughs> the way i get a lot of my books is ethical not too much don't send the fbi over here but i'm just saying like if you want to know how Oh uh, yeah, check if your library and if your library is quick and efficient, which I don't know, it's been a long time since I've been to a library. <gasps> That's something I forgot to do when I was in Seattle. I'm so annoyed because they have a really cool library. It's fine, I'll go back. Um, but if you know, you can request stuff, and because it can't, it's not gonna be hard to get. You know. It's, oh yeah, you, you can't know, do that. Published very recently, so the, all they gotta do is just order it. Um, so if you want to request that your library get it, you should do that too. I ain't gonna hold you. I, when I went to state school, that turnaround time was quick. I mean, they have a budget. So it's a, literally a university, but still, like you, I was surprised. Like you'd be like, "Oh, y'all don't got this look piece. Y'all ain't got this look concerto." She's like, "All right," and then it's there mm-hmm. next week. Like they got money. Yeah. Um. Okay, and then that, and then I also just wanted to flag something. Actually, Mara sent me this. It's called the Ode to the Black Fiddler Festival. Um. Oh yeah! If you live in New York, it's a um, a like a multi-genre festival for black string players. Like it, uh, oh okay, yeah, it like highlights black string players, and it's happening in New York City in the Bronx. Um, so My I name was Cordy. I'm from the Bronx. 
I'll post a, um, a link to the description if you are in that area. It's on August 20th um, so that you can get your tickets and see their lineup and everything that's got going on. Um, I was like, okay, cute. Let me hop on a flight. No, I'm just playing. But um, I would like to go someday because I think this is their sixth annual one. So I want some black fiddlers like playing like fiddling. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last but not least, I want to give a shout out to our girl Angelique, who just um released yes. her debut album called Refraction. And Dr. Angelique. All right. Dr. Angelique Montez, who just released her debut album, Refraction. Um, Angelique has been on the show. I tried to narrow down the episode, but it was a part of our Neman partnership and we didn't put everyone's name in the title like we usually do with guests oh. for that. It's around it's like around one twenty seven, I think, or twenty eight, something like mm. that. But you guys have heard her on the show before. She's a cellist. Um, oh, that's right. Okay, okay, I remember now. I was like, when? <laughs> yeah, she's a cellist, and uh, she just released an album of music by Black composers. Um, it's on all major streaming platforms. But I will have a her Bandcamp uh link in the description because that is if you want to buy it and make sure you know the most money goes to her as an artist. Bandcamp is, I think, the best choice. So that mm-hmm. is the link that will be in the description. But it is on all major streaming platforms as well. Wait, what was the name of the festival? I can't find it. You said what? It's called Old to the Black. Oh, here go here. Okay, sorry, yeah. I'm going. Um, and yeah, we breezing through. That's my news. I'll just look. I gotta go back. Oh, here go Jess. This Jess. Oh, Jess was. Oh, this, yeah. Oh, no, sense. I'm lying. Oh. You said what? No, I said. Oh, that makes sense. That's cool. I'm gonna I'm read this later. Okay, so a couple of episodes ago, we did like that trend where it's like he's a ten, but so basically I'm gonna re-explain it. Where like girls are saying like, oh, he's a ten, and then they say something that would make the number go down typically. So like, he's a ten, but like he sleep with socks on. I sleep with socks on, so he would be an eleven. Um, um <laughs> you sleep with a lot of stuff on that don't need to be on, so. I, just, I don't understand. First of all, my sleeping nigga, I tried it. It's too much. Like, I'm not even talking about the clock. I'm talking about the heater on 17,000. <laughs> like, Katie has, like, I told her to get an electric blanket because I knew she would like it. And also, I do like one, but I like, I never have, I have never turned my electric blanket above four and it goes up to 10. Um, But Katie socks on full bedding electric blanket mm-hmm. heater on 85 like okay my heat be lower now and i keep my apartment on 78 okay because Progress. because my apartment was so drafty in rochester i had to keep it on 88 it would, i had it to would not no drafty it was so drafty maybe like in my room it was so dra- i had to ha- i would have it on 80 81 and then I would have like my my heated blanket. I would be so cozy. It would be, it would be so cozy and in it, that gym. Like, you know, what was crazy to me about Katie because I take showers at night. Katie takes them in the morning, and she'd be like, "Because well, I sweat in my sleep." I'm like, Katie, you sweat in your sleep because you are literally in a freaking sauna. Like, <laughs> this is cause and effect. Who wouldn't? You would need to go to the doctor if you weren't sweating. <laughs> But it'd be so cold. Like I love. I have. To, I hate the feeling of my feet rubbing against sheets. Like I have to sleep with socks on. Like wow. I cannot believe people sleep without socks on. Like it's crazy. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like 
I hate the feeling of my feet. Uh, yeah, I can't even explain it. Like, I hate that feeling. I have to have socks on. I literally, if I don't have socks on, I won't sleep well. Wow. Like, I have to have them on. All I the love time. the way that all, every night I put socks on. If I take a night, if I take a night shower, I'm getting dressed like I'm going for rest of the day. Leggings, t-shirt, socks. Weighted blanket. I do all the time weighted blanket. My mom doesn't like it. But I like I it. didn't like it at first. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to tell her she needs to like lay down, try try it, but she my mom she did, she was so dramatic when I put it on her because I don't even have a heavy one. I have like a fifteen pound one. I think I got the same, maybe twenty, I don't know. Yeah, like it's not even like, you know, crazy one. And she was like, Ugh. I was like, It's not <laughs> I was just not even that heavy, bro. I mean it's heavy like when you pick it up together. But like, yeah, well, oh my god, but you gotta move it. It's like, and, and also, like, she was sitting down. I'm like, yes, you need to lay down because it's more spread out, you know, right? Because when you're sitting down, it's kind of bunched up, so it's gonna feel mm-hmm. heavier. But I brought it back, it stays on my bed, but like, I don't. But the past couple of nights, I've been waking up in the middle of the night, and I'm like, oh no, we can't. The past couple of weeks, rather, I've been waking up in the middle of the night, so I brought it back over to my side. And yeah, sleep straight through the night yeah. every time. She always, oh, it's too much. I'm like, first of all, not all of us can have a husband. Congrats. Right. But <laughs> right. Some of us are going to sleep. Gotta alone. buy one. <laughs> Cause it's funny because she I mean, obviously married in love, but she, I remember it's like a running joke. She'll be like, and my stepdad's name is Yusef. She'll be like, Yusef this and Yusef this and then I'll be like, We get it, you're married. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Um, yeah, but anyway, what are we talking about? Yeah, so he's a 10, and then you say a, a qualifier that either that lo- would typically lower the score, or you say, like, oh, he's a two, and you say a qualifier that would potentially up the score, but then it's up to Delaney to say what her new score would be. And yeah, we did this a couple weeks ago. If you weren't there, you didn't listen, you'll, you'll figure it out as we go. And if not, listen again, because I remember when I saw it on TikTok, I was like, wait. Huh? Like they were like he a he a ten but he a club promoter, and they were like two, and I was like I don't get it. And then I like Bobby kind of slow sometimes. Okay, you want to go first? How many do you have? I have three. Okay, me too. Okay, um, you can go first. I'll go first. Okay, he's a ten, but he thinks just because you can play, you can teach. Oh, girl. <laughs> For me too. I know. I was like, that's a good one for Katie. <laughs> How fine is he? He a ten. He's a ten. You can't nuance these because then you overthink everything. Right. Okay. You already know whichever one you got, I'm already I'm contemplating. Cause I'm like, but if he if I could work it, what can I talk about? <laughs> So work on him because if you fine not a not a not a, i could fix him <laughs> not a diy okay bob the builder okay hold on that's why i'm like let me just answer my first my first instinct was three. Oh, okay i'm like that's, yeah, that's that's actively doing harm to be honest if you're teaching and you you, you can't teach like yeah and also like you kind of just like you discredited my degrees like i two. just yeah. and that that will be the that will be the part because like there been a couple of men I went on dates with. They're like, you know, I ain't go to school. I was like, we have to check. <laughs> like, I ain't go. I ain't go to school. You know, I'm, I'm on my stuff. And this is like, 
I want to go home. Where's the check? Yeah, like, <laughs> like it's, own, it's its own skill. Like, come on, y'all. Okay. Oh, it's my turn. Let me get my phone. <laughs> okay. Okay, he's a Tim, but when it's his turn to pick a date, he always wants to go to a symphony concert. He's a 10? Yeah. Always? How often like, is it his turn? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> See, we gotta go first instinct because it's like it's nuanced, but it's like, okay, like y'all go back and forth, but like you go, you go to the art gallery, he going to the symphony. You going pottery, he going to the symphony. Your turn, you go on dinner cruise, he going to the symphony. Like literally every time, every other, every other type joint, it's your anniversary. He surprises you with tickets oh to the my symphony. <laughs> like that's his thing. He loves a symphony date. I was going to say four, but that sounds high. <laughs> but, but, you know, the part of that is my overthinking. Because, one, you know, I don't like going to concerts. And, um, but then also I'm thinking, it's also my overthinking because I'm thinking about the type of people who really, and yeah, I. Yeah, that's where I go immediately. It's like, why are we obsessed with the symphony, babe? And I feel bad because we're literally on a classical music podcast, and I I don't want anybody to feel bad. Like, well, I like going to the symphony. It's fine if you like going, but the type of people, type of people who are usually like very, very, very into classical music to that extent, some of them are fine. But me and Katie are here on that. We're here, on especially that. like my relationship. Like I like I love orchestra. I think orchestra is important. Okay, we can get past that. Orchestra, orchestra is just like. Everybody knows that the minute my viola go in this case, I'm ready to do something else. Like, and I've been very vocal about that because this thing will not send me to grippy socks, and it's it's been close. Okay, so that's I have to put a bound. I put an active boundary on the viola. Like, I do my little six hours. I do da da da. And but she in her case right now. We already did that today. Stay over there. Like that's just me. So I feel like for me, yeah, I don't need to be up at the at the symphony hall every every two seconds and after we in my city so what we doing like we going to the rival symphony because i have a like we going on dates like that well i would be on stage so like what we like and you know i'm I'm like a day a week type of girl so that means twice a month the symphony is my job and we going i don't know babe i don't twice a month <laughs> And you don't want to also will make me mad. Let me actually let me answer you. I'll let you because it make me mad that it's like you don't like nothing else. Yeah, nothing else. You never want to do anything else. Yeah, we're not lasting regardless. To to, so, right. Like I would rather go to, I would rather go to a Naruto convention and then we go to a what's it called Pokemon. Like I rather do like if you have a hobby. A Naruto convention. Period. Let's go. <laughs> no. Like if you, I don't mind a man. I want to say something. I don't mind like you having a hobby, of course not. But it's like, can, how do we differentiate within that? You know. Anyway. Okay. Yes. Next, uh, you said you want to do something different. He buys you a chamber orchestra concert ticket. <laughs> right. And I'm like, <laughs> I meant like different than than his opera. No, right. <laughs> and I'm mean, like different. So now it's a new opera. All right. Now y'all going to see the the youth symphony instead of the. <laughs> Then the community orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> then the new music ensemble. Yeah, now we down to the university for recitals. Right. 
babe, they're free. <laughs> we can go to as many as we want. <laughs> Gosh. That's crazy. Restraining order. No, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My next one. You didn't answer. Yes, I did. I said four. Oh, you said four. It's, it, does, it's a, it's, it does sound high, but also three okay. sounds low. 3.75. That's insane. 3.8. Okay. 3.8. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's a two, but he pays for all your lessons. <sighs> Who am I studying with? <laughs> <laughs> Who you're studying with right now? Oh, I'm not going to say too much because I almost said something crazy. <laughs> Cause like we, let me not say that. Um, a two, a two. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Why? What makes him a two? See, no, hold on. Let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. Okay. I don't know, babe. I think he's still a two. I can see that. I can see that because it's like two is low. Two is low, and like, why are you a two? Yeah, because if and that's I, really your only saving grace, you pay for stuff. Yeah. That's crazy. And also, normally you a two because of, for me, two is not only looks. Like you gotta have. Yeah. Something. I feel like yeah. Yeah. Two is low. Two is crazy. Yeah. Except at that point, it's really not making that much of a difference. Yeah, you a two. Okay, he's a four, but he brings you flowers to every performance. Every single one. Orchestra, recital. He's a four, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Six. Six yeah. and a half. Yeah, that's thoughtful and cute. Yeah, it's thoughtful. Yeah. You don't like flowers? No, I like flowers. Okay. I like flowers. Oh. I can see that getting old, but... That sounds bad. That sounds bad. I know I come across. I probably come across as a cold person. I promise you, no. I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm. I'm not a romantic though. I can be. Oh. In in like I can be like down the line, but in the very beginning or just like I'm not like. Okay, so this is this young man. Like somehow. It also depends. Yeah, I mean, but for me, I'm probably not. I'm not. Rep- Perform. I don't really perform anymore. And okay, this and is your man in college. That's extra. <laughs> you bringing me <laughs> for an Eastman Philharmonia concert? <laughs> but that listen, he's like my girl playing tonight. You see her? She was she, she she ain't playing. Like I can't. I, I so now I'm overthinking it now because I'm like I would that would be embarrassing only because of you know how people come when you come out of an Eastman concert like that people stand around the back door and they like cheer when you come out. Oh. So I'll be like, oh, these people. Mind you, nobody will be looking at me. But <laughs> okay, but like imagine like he not standing right there. He's standing like by like where the information desk is at. He just waiting. I'm sh- I'm sure if that's my man. I would think it's cute. I'm sure I would. Yeah, I feel like six and a half. And also, he comes to every the support. It's like he almost yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, hey, bro, he's like, no, nah, my girl got a concert. That's cute. Yeah, like I could see that for, for you though. Like, say you had an orchestra job, you you doing three three nights a week. He there Thursday, 
do Saturday, not do Sunday. Like that's ridiculous. you ain't gotta con- you, you ain't got- <laughs> it's the that's same crazy. program. <laughs> right. Like we played the same thing. Sound the same. <laughs> Nothing changed. Like you y- y'all just have a garden at that point. Um, but yeah. I mean that's a that's a very nice thing. So Yeah. Um, especially like I've gotten flowers for a recital before, not from a just from like family, but you know what I mean. So yeah. it's nice to get flowers. Um, okay. Is this is this my last one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. He's a ten, but he has perfect pitch and won't let you forget it. Won't let me forget like how. You know how there's a, there's like kind of like this. I'm practicing he like yeah. or like one of like, those people like you know how perfect pitch people like the microwave will beep and they'll be like that's a seat and it's like oh my gosh okay <laughs> or like someone honks a horn and they're like that's a that's a that's a and it's like okay <laughs> but he a 10 he's a 10 but every time you hear a sound I'm gonna say 8 because at some point we want to be like alright so <laughs> <laughs> but he won't let you forget it. You trying to forget it? We can't handle like I can't be like you gotta you gotta. Katie, you move you say you move your chair and it screeches on the ground. He gonna tell you what note that is. And even after I talk to him about even Carmen at corny stuff, a man who listens. Come on, all right. I right, said right. he was a ten, not a thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um. Yeah. Zero because you don't listen. <laughs> I'm telling you that it's annoying and corny. Because you know, there's there's a couple like groups of people that they say like like who's gonna tell you what they are first? Someone has perfect pitch, a vegan, ablation. There's another one. Um, there's another one. There is another one, but I can't remember. Did you see that? <laughs> Wait, it's vegan. Perfect pitch, blazing. Uh, I can't remember what the other one is. Well, he had a Jamaican and Nigerian. We could put them in there. Them two, really? but they lower down. There's another one I can't think of. Yeah, I've heard. I've at least not in my experience. I've heard that, but um, yeah. But you know what? There's probably one listening right now, and they're gonna let us know. So <laughs> whatever it is, whatever it is, they're gonna let us know. I went, to, I went to school with this dude named Zuggy and he was like bro I'm Nigerian like literally unprovoked just <laughs> we was in high school so like it was funny um what was I gonna say do you see that they're on Twitter that, <laughs> that that this girl like listed out like the most annoying biracials yeah, and like yeah. the, the blazing was at the bottom it was like harmless just want you to know that they're blazing <laughs> I thought it was funny. Um. Okay. Do I say I said zero? Hmm. If that's not possible, a one. Because why? Why? Yeah. Okay. My last one is. He's a ten, but he introduces himself. Okay. Sorry. He's a ten, but when he introduces himself, he always talks about the teachers he studied with or the cost of his instrument. Girl, <laughs> there's no way he's a ten. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> I, that is enough. You that will turn you 
from looking like Winston Duke to Quasimodo to me. I forgot about Winston Duke. He fine. Winston. I was going to say Trevante Rose. He fine too. But yeah. Wow. Absolutely not. That's a zero for sure. The cost of your please. That's not even somebody I would ever even be around. Like not even as a like a acquaintance. Cause that just that's annoying. It weird. And, you the, and then they ask you to cost you yours. I freaking hate that. Girl, it go two two. It's a viola. I freaking hate that. Um <laughs> Yeah. or the teacher thing it's like okay yeah you studied with so and so they've been teaching since 1954 how many other people you think studied with them yeah. alright this was fun we should do Instagram stuff but y'all don't be answering I ain't trying to do all that so yeah um okay well on to the topic so if you've been on the internet in the past you know, week or so on the classical music side of things, you'll probably have seen Blackface Extraordinaire and Anna Trebko posted photo, posted several photos of herself um, in a production of Aida in Blackface, which she loves to do and won't let us forget it. So Literally. that should have been one of mine. He's a 10, but he thinks Blackface Opera is no big deal. I was wondering, I almost did that one, but it's like, it's just so obvious. It's such it's a waste so, of one. Yeah. It's just like, because, because what? <laughs> um, so she did a performance of Aida at the arena, arena di Verona. Sorry, Italy. Um, on July 8th, <laughs> <laughs> um, her and, and there was also another guy in the picture. And I think some of the background people, some of the dancers and stuff like that were also in blackface. Yeah. And like um, everybody, everybody had elf deep set up in on every single person like please and like we've been over we've been over this i think we actually talked about doing a blackface and opera episode a long time ago but we wanted to get an opera singer this was year like towards the beginning but we wanted to get an opera singer on yeah um maybe we'll still do that just you know yeah a little bit um there's actually a musicologist who's writing a book about um blackface and mm. music i don't know I don't, it's not specifically an opera but i don't know like i i would have to look into like what you know because blackface covers a, several genres of music mm-hmm. um but so there i'll link an article that tells you a little bit about the background it's basically just i mean she's been doing this for years and years and years so th- that's nothing new there was also um they also include some of the reactions from people in the opera industry um there was one they included it was that dude who was like i don't know why anybody wasting their energy even talking about this bra, bra, bra. and i was like yeah just with the rest of us so what's the truth Did you answer no, he didn't tell me what the truth was, because <laughs> he, this guy and he and he actually he all verified and everything. So he he, Mr. Big Pimpin in orchestra, I mean in, in opera. So you actually have a mm-hmm. voice in the industry, and you talking about why we wasting our energy talking about this because it matters and it keeps happening. Yeah, that's why that's why we're spending our energy on it. To me, calling about calling out blackface is never gonna be a waste of energy. Yeah, like I don't understand. Like y'all, so that's why people keep doing stuff. Y'all keep writing it off. You not you don't want to say nothing. Mm-hmm. 
and you talking about wasted energy how much energy did it take for you to type your tweet the same amount that it took me to type mine right so please anyway um this happens a couple days later um the opera singer angel blue decided to cancel her debut at uh the arena di verona um she's operatic soprano if you saw fire shut up in my bones she was the destiny slash loneliness character um role or whatever they call it in opera um <laughs> sorry <laughs> um decided yeah i just yeah, i don't know because uh, i don't know because I, I thought that maybe that's like the same as calling it like a vocalist a singer so i didn't know mm. um yeah but she was supposed to make her debut at the same opera house that allowed and defended Anna Nutrepko's uh, blackface. So she uh, wrote a post on social media that said, quote, Dear friends, family, and opera lovers, I have come to the unfortunate conclusion that I will not be singing La Traviata at Arena di Verona this summer as planned. As many of you know, Arena di, Vion- di Verona... Uh, recently made the decision to utilize blackface makeup in a recent production of Aida. Let me be perfectly clear. The use of blackface under any circumstances, artistic or otherwise, is a deeply misguided practice based on archaic theatrical traditions which have no place in modern society. It is offensive, humiliating, and outright racist. Full stop. I was so looking forward to making my house debut um, at Arena di Verona. I could keep butchering that, whatever. Singing, um, singing one of my favorite operas, but I cannot in good conscience associate myself with an institution which continues this practice. Thank you for your understanding and to all who have shown support and sensitivity to me and my fellow artists of color. Um, so that was just a couple of days after. Um, and yeah, there's thousands of comments and whatever, but I want to ask you first, what did you think um so i saw all this happening but like i didn't know what was going on because like a lot of times i see classical music so i'll be where's the mess where's the mess um but um once i like looked into it like i thought i thought it was very noble of her because you don't want to associate with institutions that you know are harmful so i was like period miss girl i know that's right um and also setting the precedent that like you know we shouldn't we should do our best rather to not associate with organizations that you know are harmful to black people because i feel like to a certain extent like a lot of the stuff that we already participate in just as being classical musicians like we already talk about some of the issues that happen so there's there's a lot that we kind of have to work on when we're within it that it's mm-hmm. like when it's something that th- that's this blatant this outright yeah. ridiculous it's like at this point it's like y'all don't even want to be helped you know yeah because a lot of black people are enduring a lot of stuff like they already so it's like we we just going balls to the wall it's like okay hold yeah. on it's like girl we can't whatever like um yeah, I thought the same thing. When I saw her, I was like, period. Of course, you know, I don't say tapped into to what's going on over there. And so I didn't even know that she was supposed to be um, over there. Yeah. But that was supposed to be her debut. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, yeah, I was, I mean, I was happy for her. Um, it, there was a lot of people who were saying, like, you know, it sucks that it had to be a black soprano to give away this engagement when white people still, they still pouring through there through the uh 
up and down that opera house perfectly fine uh to sing a role there so i would like to see you know some of them have something more to say um or withdrawing their support or at least being vocal about it if they are not in a position to withdraw their support um for whatever reason um but also like conversation like this like the when delaney and i were talking about it like before we turned the mics on it's like stuff like this always makes me realize like one how like insular my circle is how insular my community is even within classical music but also like how small like opera is like how small american opera is in the grand scheme of opera in general and then we're talking about like the og opera like it's like i'm curious how many americans are gonna still be in la traviata stuff like that because what i hate probably happened they saw her little thing and like all right sis sorry about it and they just kept it pushing because it's just like we do that over here you yeah. know so it just kind of sucks not kind of sucks it sucks that like you know she did this amazing thing and and it's like they're over there like wow all right so who we gonna find to you know it's like they're probably unfazed by it because like that's what, that's what we do like the, the score says brown so right we do a brown oh it's artistic and x y and z and it's first of all like even blackface was it was for entertainment so you could say that that was art artistic then it was still racist like (laughs) so like that doesn't even what like that doesn't even hold up to anything because it was it's a frame uh it was created as a form of entertainment so didn't they say they couldn't even imagine doing aida without it which was that was crazy to me like y'all i was like i was like i feel like y'all gotta just keep that over there because i'm just like you can't imagine (laughs) you can't imagine doing that opera without blackface and then just like yeah when people say stuff that extreme like it's just like how are you okay and then people expect you to just like brush that off just like i saw somebody say oh george wallace wasn't he wasn't even at or uh you know bad he was actually like kind of a good guy i'm like george wallace segregation now segregation tomorrow segregation forever that george wallace <laughs> like stuff that whipping people Send he literally the, rapture. the girls are losing it. literally stood in the doorway as a as a governor stood in the doorway of a school to stop it be, from being desegregated like those are the type of people like people who are like you just cannot fathom moving past this racist yeah. situation like that's what that's what it gives like you can't you can't imagine the opera without it it's lost forever for, for you without it's blackface like you, or like even like the otello thing like why can't you just sing why can't you just sing the part like you know what i'm saying like the story like we get it he's a more we could read the program notes it's like we, we we will be we will be okay being like oh yeah because also like i don't remember i haven't read otello in over 10 years so i don't remember exactly but honestly shakespeare sucks for that because how him being a more ain't really wasn't really part of the story the whole part of the story is that his friend dogged him out mm-hmm. and then he cheated on his wife and killed her or whatever well, no his wife whatever i forgot yeah he thought she was cheating on him right thought he right thought he was cheating 
oh, I forgot we did our little thing. I came across that video a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Um, but it's like him being a more like Shakespeare really could have left it out. We like the whole point had no, actually had nothing to do with him being a more. The whole thing was like his friend dogged him out and he killed his wife. Like, so explain to me where in Aida I'm gonna be lost without the um the two faced foundation on on the skin. And this is why, and we've talked a little bit about this, like how it's so different in Europe, because I really think part of it is because Europe went to other places and colonized them and then went home. And so they haven't really been like the effects of that have not really been in their face where like as in America, they stole people and brought them here and the people that they colonized are still here. Like, and so we've been forced with this tension because we've been living in close quarters. And I feel like a lot of like people, a lot of people I've heard like who live or, you know, grew up in, in European countries. Like I remember there was one lady, she lived in London and she had responded to like Amanda Seals story and was like, I just don't understand all this stuff that's going on. Like, I live in London and we just don't have this. And Amanda was like, London is literally the most racist places on <laughs> like and it's like y'all don't understand what y'all people really did to other to the, all these countries like y'all really do not yeah. understand because it's not like all the people that all the black people that y'all encounter have had to f- to flee their countries because of y'all but y'all right. think oh their countries are just unstable the third world countries da, da, da. it's your fault all of y'all european countries was colonizing them and caused all of this stuff like but i feel like they're just so like all of that like all of the right like deeply um like the conversations that are deeply rooted in like race relations that happen in in the united states we're i don't think we're necessarily better at it we just have them more because of the because of the conflict but um i also think they're just more nuanced like and i didn't realize that like the some hearing like no tea but hearing like the inits like hearing british people talk about I'm being serious. I'm being serious. Hearing British people talk about like race and stuff like that, I'm just like, it. It seems like very surface level. Like they they're like in that kumbaya stage. You could hear it like, like when all that stuff went down with Megan a couple years back, and I was in the the clubhouse rooms, and I was like, oh, we have we're I don't, we have way more nuanced conversation than this, and. It's just like everything, everything about, I haven't met every British person, but so I'm not saying that, but like everything that they be saying that I've heard is just like wild. It's like, it's just like, I can see why certain stuff gets like slid past. And then, and then you keep moving East and it's like, you get less and less black people. Like how, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and also like race relations in Italy and how terrible those are like Italy, low key a country. Like I, I'll be if I don't make it there, I'm I'm okay. Really? And yeah, Dang. because I've heard everybody had different. Don't not too much on me because everybody has a different experience going to a country. I went to Poland. I loved it. I I was on TikTok. People said I'm never going back to Poland. I said, all right, more for me. Like I'm going back. Um. <laughs> so everyone has different things, but from what I from what I've from what I've heard from people who've both been there that I know and people I don't know, it's like one, they have a big migrant community because a lot of people from Africa who are like just desperate for money to feed their families 
they literally i watch a documentary they will walk on foot with guides and stuff from like west africa central africa to italy because if you walk to like the northern part whatever part is a, let me look at the map whatever countries across from italy like it, if you can if you can get there like if you can make it through the sahara <clears throat> like they um like there's like a boat you could take or whatever and you just pay your your guide or whatever tunisia mm. but that's sicily yeah but whatever is sicily connected this whole time no it don't matter once you get the little boat you can get to italy and so <clears throat> the general attitude towards black people in that regard because they're migrants kind of parallels like how they treat brown people in france the same type of problems they got going on with that and then just like blatant racism and stuff like that so it's actually not surprising to me at all that the blackface was like it's not a part of their consciousness because it's just like they're not having no racial conversations that's why when they they had the blase approach to it i was like yeah that sound about right but i wouldn't be surprised to see that in in england too and if i'm doing too much in y'all country like <laughs> you can you can correct me don't do too much to me but it's just like you can see it in their conversations the way they talk about race the, that dude that went viral talking about you know I, what i noticed a lot, about a lot of black americans like they think that they created black culture like their their culture is the only one it's just like what do y'all be talking what are y'all talking about what are y'all talking about during them tea times <laughs> like, like, yeah because before y'all start like obviously you know like we're talking about like the global conversation because there's a lot of people with of course of course archaic views on race here but like just the the amount of tension like racial tension that we've had over this amount of time in united states it's just different like it's, it's just different but a lot of people what i hear is a lot of like of the people who have been defending the blackface they're like oh it's just it's just different here and they're saying it doesn't have the same sort of like significance because of all of the you know the minstrelsy and stuff was here first of all we didn't forget about y'all y'all fave wc mr gollywog's cakewalk mr the little nigar uh thing because i remember my mom my mom texted me one day and was like was wc black i said no <laughs> why and she sent me a picture she had because my mom plays a flute and she had come across an arrangement of his uh his piece the little nigger and and i was like nope he's not black (laughs) that's just what he wrote so don't try to act like y'all wasn't influenced by what was going on over here you know in terms of minstrelsy and and blackface and stuff like don't try to act like oh the significance it was only in the united states and it was only whatever and also it don't even matter because black people are everywhere Mm -hmm. but y'all was still being influenced by it, y'all was still going to the shows having the shows yourself like don't try to act like blackface is just something that we made up and we're trying to force it on y'all uh to feel some type of way about it it's not really up for debate it's it's a documented history because oh dude there was this dude on twitter put quotes around blackface i'm like you putting quotes around blackface like we made it up pick up a history book y'all are very very dumb you have to be a very stupid man to do something like that like come on bro come on bro um okay what i want to bring up was someone was talking um of course there was a lot going on on twitter about this and somebody was talking about apparently there was a reddit thread on apparently there's an opera reddit thread which i guess i shouldn't have been surprised by that there's a reddit thread for everything is that what they call them rooms threads something like that 
page. Girl, I've been on Reddit. I can count on one hand how many times I've been on Reddit in my life. I don't get it. Um, sometimes I just I recently started reading the Am I the Asshole page for fun. It's very fun. <laughs> um, cause some of the some of the situations be some of the but, people put them on TikTok, and I'd be like, this is crazy. Yeah. Because I, I, I follow a page that reposts them on Twitter, but it's not super active. So I was like, let me just go straight to the source. Um, <laughs> but so there's a Reddit opera uh, thread or whatever. And so there was this post that people were talking about. And it says, I am probably going to get eviscerated for this. But and I was like, first you of all, you should have there. there. You should have like, stopped there. Okay. Because here you Y'all go. Because you about to say something dumb and you know it's dumb. But you want to pat it up, just like, just say it. Like, be a bigot. Be dumb or whatever. Insert whatever thing here. Just be that. It says Angel removing herself from an unrelated production at the Arena di Verona is a little bit of a performative act. I feel that them hiring her in the first place to play at Black Violetta is is quite progressive, and they already hired black Aidas as well this year tonight janae bridges is performing carmen there so her removing her voice from the company by not performing makes it harder for the company to keep hiring black people therefore regressing the advancements toward the call i'm shaking it says <laughs> continues i don't know but i feel like it would be better to perform there and speak about issues while she is there she doesn't have a voice with the company if she doesn't speak with the administration in person and have her her perform at her usual high level i think she should reconsider i think you should reconsider paying your wi-fi bill (laughs) i think you should reconsider even touching technology what are you talking about please like some of the stuff some of y'all just the thoughts need to stay in the noggin because this could you could have kept this you could have kept this entire thing because this does something that first of all, why is that her responsibility? Why does she, she can't just go there and sing. Anna Netrepko gets to paint herself black and just go there and sing. But what you want Angel Blue to do is go there and sing and be on her MLK. Right. Why? That's what, it reminded me of this thing, um, back to Twitter, y'all know I'll, I'll be over there, but someone, they were in college and they told their dad that they had got asked to do like some diversity panel, not panel, but like committee type of thing. And he was like, do the white students get to just do their work or do they have to do all this stuff too? And it's true. There it is. That is true. Like you want her to be Captain save at this opera company, which they obviously don't even want to be saved. And also, why are we? Why are, why is it her job to to do all that? Where well, we are literally in twenty twenty two, you can get any any information for anything and any research at the tip of your fingers in seconds. Like it, it is amazing to me that they allowed blackface and then defended it, and you saying that she is regressing the cause. How backward do you have to be to do something like that? And also, it's very on brand for them to be like to not to not like be able to connect the dots like when when he said whatever he said about like oh um it don't make sense that she's pulling out of the opera company when we when she's not even in the production that in question i'm like does that that really make sense to you like that really like when you typed that out you were like yeah how does that not okay i don't even know where to start because it's just like (laughs) it's just like the company itself like let's do a simple math the company itself is racist so why 
so she just she should just do La Traviata because like that's good or is the whole company tarnished like it's it's simple y'all pretend not to understand and it's like first of all the I think them hiring her alone is already progressive in 2022 hiring a black person to say and you saw what you saw what you saw what he said or whatever they I don't know what you said but you saw what they said to sing Violetta right so like we let your black we let your <laughs> black self come here and do our lily white part that's progressive it literally does not i i looked at the score of la traviata because it, we used to have to conduct that little thing in the middle that little aria the recitative. there is no place in the score that says that these people are white so what are you saying let me go look at my thing i'm gonna go i'll run it back i'll let you know not yeah because it's like and and that's that's just a ridiculous thing to say oh they're already being progressive first of all we are talking about a company that has allowed and defended blackface and you're already you're saying that they're they're progressive in any sort of way because they hired a black person a black person oh no because Janaya too yeah but like come on like they're like what is your what are you talking about I feel like they're trying to be dumb at this point or they're trying they're being willfully dense and there's one thing there is um there's one thing that i've really been thinking about because we got this comment um after our we talked about this when we when we aired our last yola national um mm-hmm. session we got this comment um so we talked about it then and this is a real pet peeve of mine because people do this so much like i understand like okay we have to think things through and everything like i'm a huge proponent of that but i'm also i really want people just in general to slow down and really make sure that they are discerning between reality and hypothetical situations that you made up what mm-hmm. is real and what is fiction because i'm going to break this down because they did so this is a really good example and people do this a lot and they especially do it um in these conversations that we have about classical music and, and diversity um it says so her removing her voice from the company by not performing makes it harder for the company to keep hiring black people. How does it do that? You take a company that was already not hiring black people. And now that this black person that they did hire has removed her voice. Now, all of a sudden, that's why they're not hiring black people. You right. went past how many how how long has this opera has this opera house been in existence and and when did they have their first black black performer this is they do this with orchestras all the time this is what um that comment that we got was like well if you guys are mean to white people when they play their stuff they're not they play black composers and they don't do it how you like it then then that means they're not gonna they're gonna be too afraid to play black composers anymore they already weren't doing it right so let's look at reality let's look at what we know we know that they weren't doing it. Now you are making up this completely hypothetical situation in which they're going to stop doing it if we're too mean to them or we, you know, are not nice enough or whatever. You made that up. You're assuming that and it's not real. And it's also antithetical to all the evidence that we have. And it really gets on my nerves because that is just you. They take um, either a company or an organization that has a history, a documented history of like excluding certain people and they never give a reason for that 
But as soon as a black person does something that can be that they can twist, oh, that's the reason. That's why they didn't do it. That's that's why they're not going to do it in the future. Well, what about this other? What about all of those other decades they weren't doing it before? Like I really just, I, it really gets on my nerves because people do that all the time. Like they just make they just make it up. Yeah. It and it's it's very amazing. It's very amazing to me how they don't how how you don't see how ridiculous that is. Like I would really like to know what was the excuse for all those other decades because now it's Angel Blue's fault. Well, you know, black people aren't taking auditions and they're not taking vocal lessons, so <laughs> now they are. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, come on, and all this. First of all, and also that's that's really the opposite of even what a lot of these classical musicians are like because you're gonna say oh black people are mean to me so we're gonna stop playing their stuff all together if you were really that sensitive then y'all wouldn't be playing composers that you knew were bad people if you're really that sensitive then you y'all would have y'all would have uh got wagner out of here a long time ago wagner a lot of y'all are jewish and y'all play Wagner. that's crazy Y'all, y'all only got y'all got tea for black people, and how we should be acting, and how what should we, what she we should accept and stuff like that. You got Jewish people that are defending Wagner, and you should. And and I'm sure there's a lot of I'm sure there's a lot of composers that that we have played that were probably racist as hell. We just don't have any documentation of it. But y'all, if y'all were really that sensitive, if it if it really took one little thing. Then, then composers like him, y'all would not be playing them. Mm-hmm. So it's not that; it's that y'all don't want to play the stuff, and y'all want an excuse not to. You want you want something to be able to point to because before you didn't need a reason. You could just not. You could just exclude black people. Nobody was gonna ask about it, or at least nobody who y'all couldn't just ignore because there have always been black people in classical music, and I'm sure they've been advocating. But we're just now sort of getting that traction on a much larger scale. Because mm-hmm. there have been people, and I'm not trying to discredit anybody, you know, Gateways has been around for decades at this point, and all, you know, there's been a lot of people who have been, who have been advocating for black people in classical music, but now there are so many of us, and people with much larger platforms, um, that y'all can't ignore it, so now y'all need something to point to. Mm-hmm. So y'all gonna pick the one black person that y'all can, who's going against y'all, to blame it on. And I just want y'all to know that we see through, we see through that. Like, I downvoted their comment. I went over. I went over to the Reddit app because I was like, let me go find this. Because somebody posted a screenshot of it on Twitter, and I was like, I'm actually going to go and find this post so I could downvote it because I don't know who it was. Yeah, and I just literally anyone on our upper board, anyone on the orchestral board. And make, I hope you listen to this podcast too. So I hope you listening to this podcast, but it might be a little too it's a little too black. Right. So you got always complaining. Take more auditions. Make your own opera company. <laughs> Father God. All right. All right, y'all, it's time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give your props, because there's room for everyone at the top. Who are you talking about, Delaney? This week, I am talking about Robin Faye Massey. Um, she's a professional violist um, in the Baltimore and D.C. area. Shout out to D- 
DMV. Um, she completed her education in viola performance at the University of Maryland College Park and New England Conservatory, as well as the Peabody Institute at Johns Hopkins University. Um, she's performed with the Philadelphia Orchestra, the National Symphony Orchestra, as um, as assistant principal viola with the Delaware Symphony, and as principal viola with the Black Pearl Chamber Orchestra in Philadelphia. She has also um, played with artists like Jill Scott, Aretha Franklin, Ty Tribbett, Earth, Wind & Fire, Ruben Studdard, Harriet, and Stevie Wonder. Hey, girl! <laughs> um... She also has um, appeared live in performance with Alfie Bow and Peter Townshend of The Who and on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon um, and Eminem, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, literally everywhere. Um, she's also been in, um, she was in Mac Miller's um, Tiny Desk concert in 2018. Um, she founded the Musicians of Mercy in January 2010, which is a collective of musicians and artists, which produces benefit concerts to raise funds for humanitarian causes, and it ser- and she serves as its executive director. She also works uh, nights as an emergency department registered nurse at uh, a hospital in Baltimore. So, not you out here saving lives and serenading people, right? Like it's giving, okay, superhero, right? (laughs) Period. Um, but yeah, shout out to her for being black and excellent. Period. My piece of the week is the show by the Sonic Boom of the South, otherwise known as the Marching Band in Jackson State. Um, yeah, they have they have some of their um tracks on Spotify. And I be I be I be in here getting my life cuz I be learning little JSEC counts and be throwing I be, I be I be eating it up too. I ain't gonna hold you. No, no one will ever see them ever in life, but I be learning them. And I be listening to them a lot uh because I be practicing. How many counts do I know? At least 20 different account is hold on. Account is like a is a eight count. And they they have a book Every 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 college, every what am I trying to say? Every HBCU college dance line has a book, quote unquote, of counts. Jackson State's count book is like they have like four hundred counts. So you know, I've been learning. I'm be looking. I'll be in here getting my life. So anyway, that's my piece of the week. Technically, it's not there. It's it's complicated, but they are a ensemble. So that's what i'm using all right thank you so much for listening to classically black podcast don't forget to follow us on social media at classically black podcast if you have a piece of the week suggestion a black excellence suggestion or an intermission suggestion send it to classic black podcast at gmail.com if you're black join isbm it's free 99 we're accepting proposals for our 2022 convening find all the information out when you join isbm girl um what else don't forget about our book club information in the description box also you know you hit me up i can tell you where to go um i want inclusivity okay all right we'll see y'all and don't sue me because it's not me it's not my website okay period just want to make that very clear all right y'all goodbye bye